that you should know, Omar Sola, one third of the culture cast. For the culture, by the culture. We do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you. Bringing you everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling and other ish. Um, I am joined today. We have Brit to the Knee from the 618. We also have my homeboy Worldwide Ray jumping in soon. Uh, Brit to the Knee, what's good? What's going on? I missed y'all. Um, same old, same old working. I actually been in the office this past week and that I am not used to doing. So. Yeah, I pray for me because I got to go back in there tomorrow. So it's going to be a struggle again. <laughs> hey, I hear you, Queen. I hear you. It's it's a crazy world. It's been a crazy cycle, Man. busy year, a busy, ridiculous fall for me. Uh, one of my, uh, I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, make sure uh, you guys follow us on social media. That's IG, that's Pod. Twitter, that's CultureCastPod underscore. Shout out to all of our followers. Shout out to all of our supporters. Click the link in the bio. We have merchandise available. All merchandise are do- is donated to independent wrestling. So that can be supporting wrestlers at their shows or buying merch. Um, no matter what it is, we don't make money from it. We donate it to the wrestlers. Um, so, yeah. It's been a minute since we've recorded. Uh, we have a lot of things happening in life. Like, for example, life is life It's not even that life. It's not even like life is life It's just that life is life but we're busy. Right. Which is crazy, because we are super active on social media. <laughs> but we, for some we, reason, when it's time to record, we we too busy. <laughs> we way too busy. And, you know, I think that's a good thing. You know, we, like, the crews, like, Ray's been making it to multiple shows, Brent, Made it to multiple shows, and I'm there in spirit. But you know, the, the good thing is, culture can they still know we out there? So, you know, I exactly. still live during the show, so they know we still here. We working, man. Shout out to the culture cast, uh, the queen of our Twitter live tweets. We got Brit to the knee. Also, shout out to your pod, Brit. Talk about it. Oh, your favorite mark. So, I am, I actually do double duty, y'all. So, not only am I a part of culture cast, I'm also a part of a podcast. Call Your Favorite Marks, where it's me and Sam Boogie, the Sam Boogie on Instagram. And pretty much, you know, the same format, you know, where we just, you know, talk about music, wrestling, culture, and everything in between. And actually, it's something that we've wanted to do since we met about three years ago. So finally, he said, enough talking, let's just make it happen. And we launched back on July 29th. So it's been cool. Um, it's so like I've I've been learning how to do this podcasting through the culture cast, but adding on another one, it's just so much to learn with the behind the scenes, but it's been fun. So make sure y'all check us out on your favorite marks. You know, we're on Apple Podcasts and we're on Spotify. And that's on period. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you love to see that, man. You love to see that. I think it's um that's super dope. Um of course we're all a part of so many things in terms right. of uh, myself in the anime world, you know, shout out to my Barat TA boys. The Barat yeah, TA um, boys. You gave us some traction not too long ago of, with the anime. What was that about? What happened? What I do? You tweeted, you tagged somebody from anime through Culture Cast. And mm. also, we got a wave of followers. I cannot remember what you talked about. It, it, I, 
I'm gonna I'm go back and look. It could be anything. It could have been a cosplay. It could have been um, a recent show. Could have been Chainsaw Man. Could have been. I mean, um, it was at the convention. I'm thinking. Oh, at C2E2. Yes. Okay. Could have been C2E2 or DreamCon. Okay. Um, so I was at both conventions. So, um, and I'll be at DreamCon 2023 next year. You know the vibes. Shout out to Austin, Texas. Shout out to RDC World. You know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shout out to uh, my homies, the Bratier Boys. Uh, we, um, the Bratier Boys, is just a great collective of men who are, you know, anime niggas. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's <laughs> so. dope, though. Like that's real dope. Like y'all have, I'm intrigued to at least put a glimpse on anime. I had no interest at first, but like, like hearing you talking about it, and hearing the people on Twitter talking about it, I'm like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and give it a shot. So my question to you is, okay. what's your recommendation for a beginner? I have like a whole list that I'm going to send you after this. Okay. Um, but for just talking purposes, I will say, uh, what type of shows do you like watching? I kind of know what type of shows you already watch, but like for, for the pie, like what type of shows do you like watching? You know, I'm more of a comedy Okay. So, I mean, this is totally not related to the topic, but like, you know, your Martin. No, no, yeah. no, this is perfect. This is perfect. So, like, Martin, Fresh Prince, <clears throat> Family Matters, Eleven Color, you know, Wayne's Brothers. I'm such a syndicated TV show fan. Like, for some reason, that's where that's my that's my thing. Like, no matter what it is, I always find myself going back to a show that's been canceled for almost 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got a few. Of course, there's a there's a newer. I'm gonna give you an old school, a popular, okay. and a new one. So um, an older one. It's a classic. It's a shonen style '90s anime. Um, it's gonna be the great Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, it got your action. It's got some comedy. The main character, he's got that dog in him, Yusuke or Meshi. Uh, he's the definition of Black Air Force One energy. Um, you know, so you got a nice little uh, blend of uh, slice of life, which is you know the romance or the, the you know the homey type of vibes. Um, you also have a newer one called Ranking of Kings. I cried almost like not almost. I definitely cried multiple episodes. Um, you really fall in love with the main character, my man Boji, the bestest of boys, the forever best boys, my king, my liege. See, I'm getting excited. Just yeah, I should see Boji. his face. Like his face is lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> I am getting so excited talking about the forever best boy. And then, of course, just a normal show that's super general. Um, you know, I mean, of course, there's like popular shows like My Hero Academia, and then of course like Naruto and One Piece and Bleach which just started their final arc, the Thousand Year Blood War arc, shout out to that. But I will give you, since you said syndicated TV, I'm gonna give you something that's a little drama, a little suspense, it's popular, it's very popular. It's called Attack on Titan, okay? Okay. So I'm really gonna have you, rec- I'm gonna recommend you starting Attack on Titan. Uh, that's that's the first, it's gonna be a lot of gore sometimes, a lot mm-hmm. of just wow. Uh, but I think it's, the final season's getting ready to start, well, part three of the final season, don't get me started, but anyways. Uh, it's ALT <clears throat> is what I'm gonna recommend for you, and I'm also gonna send you a full list of stuff. So, yes. And I'm saying it now. I'm going to watch it. So the next time we do record, I'm gonna give you a report. Okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, once again, we have the Culture Cast, and speaking of the Culture Cast, uh, before Ray gets here, and while Britt is still here, let's talk about Crown Jewel. Let's get it. This was a truly the definition of a premium live event. Brent, Crown Jewel, 
from start to finish. Give me a word to describe it. Ooh, um, I'm gonna say spectacular. Mm. Mm. Cause you know, with these shows overseas, they treat it like a glorified house show. They put the interest to where we don't should really we shouldn't really care about what's getting ready to happen. But these last couple of shows in Saudi, they have gained my interest. And this past one, I care about them now. Like I get how people think, how they feel about it, what have you, going to Saudi. I understand all that. But as far as the overall quality of the shows now, they definitely solidified it with this one this past Saturday. No questions asked. It's um it's so dope uh just to see this new regime, the triple H regime. Mm-hmm. Um I talked we talked about this on IG, but um he's really establishing the mid card and he's making the meat of the shows matter again. Pause. He's really making uh <laughs> 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 he's, he's, hey big meaty men slapping meat. Slap so speaking, meat. <laughs> spe- speaking of that, like for example, like no one thought Omo, Omas and Braun was going to rock. It rocked. Okay? And I'm right. No one was checking for the tag match uh, with Alexa and then also with Oscar um, versus mm-hmm. uh, con- uh, Control. And I want to I wanna actually give props to Triple H because, like I mentioned on Twitter, you know, Omas has been on the, he's been in WWE for a minute. Mm-hmm. And Saturday is the very first time where I said, you know what? He is a threat. I mm. see it. I believe it. I'm convinced. So I have to give Triple H's props for booking Omas in that manner because now I want to see what else he can do with it because he definitely convinced me I should be paying attention to Omas, especially after Saturday. You love to see it. You love to see it. I also love to see that my computer is finally fixed and off. Hey. <laughs> you love to see it. I've been like, what's going on? What's going on? But we back, baby. But we're going to keep talking on the phone. No matters. Um, furthermore, shout out to Omar. Shout out to Brian. Um, But and I know everyone wants to hear us talk about Logan Paul and Roman. And we're going to get that. We're going to get there. Okay. But we have to talk about really, to me, um, the match that almost was the match of the night until Logan Paul and Roman, and that's Bianca and Bailey. Mm-hmm. Ladies and ladies and gentlemen, I saw this on Twitter and I got to repeat it on here. I forgot who said it. I apologize, but we have John Cena back, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely, absolutely. John Cena is back, and she is a black woman, <laughs> a beautiful, powerful black woman, and that is Bianca Belair, the EST. And you know what? I had, you know, my concern. I said, you know what? Bianca is on such an amazing run. There is absolutely no reason for them to take the title off her. Mm-hmm. And I'm even more convinced that they need to ride this wave until the wheels fall off because Bianca is legit her. Mm-hmm. Like, when was the last her, time? Her, 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 her. <laughs> like, when was the last time we've been so fully invested? in a woman like that and her name is not Sasha or Charlotte. Uh Becky. Becky. Any of the four horsewomen, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is and she's really establishing her own. Absolutely. Um and now we're finally gonna get to it. 
because uh, it's about that time for Charlotte to come back now. Yeah. It's about that time for Sasha. Maybe if you listen to the rumors, I don't listen to rumors, but uh, I've heard through the grapevine that, hey, Naomi and Sasha might, might come back by the end of the year, maybe next year. Who knows? I, you know, I, I don't. I want them just to be happy doing whatever they're doing, so I'm not about to speak on it. Yeah, because they but, definitely uh, hmm. sidebar. I mean, you know, when you're in the WWE and this is being your job, you <laughs> literally have no time for like any other side project. So I do love seeing them adventuring out. Do I miss them? Sure. Do I want them back tomorrow? Sure. But I do like what they're doing outside of WWE. But that being said, come on back. We miss y'all over here. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> we want you to come home. And speaking of home, <laughs> speaking of home, uh, welcome back, my homie Worldwide Ray's in the there building. What up, what up, gang? Hey, what's up, y'all? What's going uh, on? My computer is acting up, so I'm actually recording on my phone right now. But we're going to pot it through, all right? Or at least we're going to pot it so my phone dies. And I'm going to give you the, I'm going to pick my hand up and be like, hey, yo, it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> Why are you not? A, why, why why aren't you using the charger? Um, you know what? That's a good idea. But I'm also want to be in a good area where the sound is decent. So I came downstairs. Like you, you do know they make like ten foot, <laughs> twenty foot chargers. I, I, I understand this worldwide, Ray. Now you know he was gonna come over here. And- <laughs> they they have you know they have the the MagSafe chargers. They like clip to the back of your phone. You know what, though? You know and, what? And it, and it like wirelessly charges it. You know what? We will charge. You're gonna charge, charge it to the game, and not my heart. Uh, once again, guys, welcome to the Culture Cast uh, Worldwide. Ray, the O that you should know, Brit to the knee, and Ray, you are just in time. We are talking Crown Jewel. We talked about a little bit of the make car. We'll touch back on it in a second, but we only have Brit for a few more minutes, and we really want to talk about that main event. We're talking about Logan Paul. And Roman Reigns, we're talking about my tribal chief. We're talking about, um, I wish I was in the bloodline so I can hype him up like Sammy Uso. Um, Britt, I want to take it away because you know you are the biggest Roman fan that was all. So I want you to talk about that, man. Okay, so first off, I am not a Logan Paul fan. Let's just start there. But I cannot take away the fact that he has it. How many how many celebrities you all know that step foot in that ring and actually look like they have like five plus years experience? Like none. He literally has it. If, if he decided to make this full time, he's definitely going to be a threat within the next few years. Like I see it, it's there. The storytelling, <clears throat> the storytelling in that match was definitely beautiful, especially to the point where. This is the first person that actually made Roman look nervous. Shook it, if you want to say that. As if, you know, dang, this dude can really beat me. Like, Roman has not never, he has not had a moment through any of his feuds where he had to yell at the camera to prove a point. And he had to do that with Logan. So tying that all in with the match, it was, it was, it was perfect. It was great. Like, I was definitely entertained from beginning to the end. Now, Logan wasn't winning. Of course. Obviously not. (laughs) But a couple of times it made you side out like, okay, maybe. Nah, ain't no way, but I'll roll with it. But yeah. 
It was good. It's funny you mentioned that. We, uh, me and Ray, we are t- we talked to shout out to our homie Stat Man, uh, Stat Guy, Mike, and he mentioned that you know Logan is very. He was like pretty much a finisher mode type wrestler, you know, because mm-hmm. he had a lot of you know big spots. And he has, of course, he has a lot of big spots. But I mean, isn't that almost any wrestler nowadays? It's like a lot of spot after spot. Yeah. Or also old school wrestlers, those moves that are now transitional moves used to be major spot after spot. But even though. He did a lot of spots. Um, those spots mattered. <laughs> those spots hit. Like, he knew how to soak. When he hit the buckshot lariat, I literally had to put my phone down. Like, wait a second. Like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Like, And it was perfect. Well, he potentially may have torn his ACL and MCL on that move. but So, gonna, is that yeah. where it was? Because I actually went back to look at the match, and I could not find it. Yeah, either at the buckshot or maybe one of the splashes. Um, I can't confirm or deny, but okay. yeah, he, there's rumors that he tore. He said he was on IG talking about he's hurt, so we wish him well. But no, I think that once again, and I'll go to Ray after this. It speaks to the master class of Roman Reigns, the tribal chief. Mm-hmm. Like his fa- his facial expression when he says he's on God mode, um, and I try my best not to go that far in terms of you know just for me personally, but mm-hmm. outside of that. For him in the character of that God and all, it's you see it mm-hmm. like it. He's the definition of himothy. He is him. He is one of one. He is a wrestling superstar. The definition of a WWE superstar. It is everything that you should want for your brand. Okay, like it's everything. I can't. I I left. You know, of course, I was blown away by Logan Paul, the selfie. And shout out to the IG post that WWE posted that slow motion selfie slash mm-hmm. onto the table. Um, I was more excited when he uh, went from the arm lock and did the wrestling takedown at the beginning of the match. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. that was beautiful to see. Uh, but just back to Roman, he is everything. He knew how to sell it. He knew how to make a difference and make Logan Paul credible. Credible. Because now he might be part-time, but if he wins a belt going forward, you really cannot get mad at this guy. Because he just had a credible showing with the best in the world. Go ahead, Murray. Oh, one second, I think. And it's ironic that we are we're in his 10th year. Like, he is getting ready to celebrate his 10-year anniversary in the WWE. So, to see where he is now, approaching 800 days as champion, like, we're never going to see another Roman Reigns. I don't see it. Shout out to my tribal chief. Ray, speak on it, brother. Hey, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to uh, Anthony Blassi. I know I'm messing up his last name. Uh, he put out a video on Twitter showing that Chris Canyon was the one that was using the buckshot lariat in WCW as a regular move, so it wasn't a finisher. Basically, to counterpoint the whole Logan Paul uses all finishers. Like I say, everything was a finisher once in a while. Like a DDT was a finisher, a leg drop, like a like a over over the top overdoing it elbow drop. Like we we popped to a man like doing all this and running back and forth. Just imagine you the opponent. You got to lay there while the Rock doing all that, and, and then he slides with his shoes on to do a a elbow drop. Or the Ric Flair one at WrestleMania where he did the whole strut. You just got to lay there like, bruh. (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah, every everything's a finisher once in a while. No one's the first to do anything. But uh, yeah, like I said all yesterday, like I give my props to uh, Logan Paul. Uh, he actually put in the work. I seen that he was working with uh, Shane Helms and Shawn Michaels for this match. This wasn't like no, hey, I'm a celebrity. I'm about to fake train for one match and be gone forever. You can see this is something he really wanted to do. Unfortunately, you know, he banged up his knee. We probably won't see him until probably 2024, if that. But like Britt said, like like Roman's like Roman really had to get it to it because I think he believed no one took it serious. Like no one was taking him seriously. Like, oh, you're this big champion, but yet you're facing someone like Logan Paul which developed that incredible promo that he did in the camera. Like, this is my show. This is my camera. Like, like honestly, I want to see more of that in Roman. Like, all right, guys, aren't really taking me seriously. Now let me, you know, turn it up a notch. Or let me get, let me be even tougher on the Usos and on Solo to, you know, get stuff done. Let me, you know, go rogue on Paul Heyman to make sure stuff gets done and stuff stays in check so people could know, like, I'm the tribal chief. I'm the one that's running this company, and I'm getting tired of these, you know, these jokers coming in and, you know, trying to take up my shine, trying to take up what I'm bringing to the table, you know? And that leads to a very important question before we get Britt on out of here. Roman, the tribal chief, the head of the table, all right? Um, Welcome to the island of relevancy. We're coming up on 800 days, okay? And there's going to be a the, probably the biggest decision that Trips has to make in his regime. And this is probably going to make her, I don't want to say make or break, that's, me, that's too much hyperbole. But this is a huge decision. And I'm going to leave it, I'm going to ask you guys before uh, break gets on out of here, who is going to dethrone Roman Reigns? I want to hear Ray answer first before I jump in. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, honestly, this, I don't this know. This is big, bro. This is big. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. whoever dethrones them, you know they're going to be talked about for a while. So it has to be something that's built up. You know, he might have to come like with his own army of people to take him out. Kind of like what mankind had was going up against the rock, you know, stone cold came out with the chair, took out the rock and pinned them. Like it's going to be probably bigger than that. So it's going to, it's going to have to be someone that we're looking at as like an underdog or someone like some of us don't take seriously if they were a champion, but some of us are hoping that they become a champion soon. It's going to be, it's going to have to be someone that matches that category. Go ahead and say it. It's got to be the man, the myth. His middle name is Luther. I'm talking about Cody Luther Rhodes, baby. <laughs> Cody Luther Rhodes. The American Nightmare is the only choice for me. What about you, Brett? Okay, so Cody is one of my picks, but if we are talking full circle from 2012 to now, it would have to be Seth. I feel like mm, interesting. 
I definitely feel like Seth would have to be the one to dethrone him because, well, first of all, Seth, let's talk about the losing streak. You know, that's one thing. You know, we want like, you know, Seth taking these L's. You know, when is he finally going to turn turn it over and, you know, get these wins? And just what he's doing now with his gimmick, like reinvent himself as far as, you know, his character, his look. You know, he has the following with the fans, you know, them singing to his theme song. So it's got to be him. Plus, I, you know, Seth is really, really good at trolling with the with the gear. So I would love to see Seth come out dressed as Big Dog Roman. I would I would love that. Like that would be top tier trolling, in my so, opinion. He did the shield gear, I believe. Was it the rumble matchup they did? Yeah. But I'm so talking I mean, about like this is my UR Roman with the mm, um with the, the Roman best. vest. Yeah, that's what I want. See, I, I was thinking that. someone I was thinking of someone way in left field. Mm. Like I, like I I'll I'll break down like the stuff. Yeah, let me maybe maybe his partner is returning soon from an injury. Maybe he could get a group of people that also have beef with the bloodline to help, you know, keep the numbers even. And maybe he can show when he dethrones Roman possibly at WrestleMania that the man in God mode still got dethroned by the King of Strong Style. You're going Shinsuke. Yeah. Oh, that's super. I just I was right. I'm that's Farley Field. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> You had me the first time. I thought you were going to say like Jay. <laughs> you know, I can't get mad at this. I can't get mad at Shinsuke. Um, but before I would go Shinsuke, I would go internally. I would go Sami Zayn before I go Shinsuke. Now, I'm going to explain my Cody for everybody, but I always go but, back but to that, this point. That's why I could be Shinsuke because Sami Zayn is with Roman and mm-hmm. Sami Zayn was with Shinsuke. See, you know, I'm not trying to dismiss Shinsuke. I mean, I, that, Shinsuke. That, I mean, I mean, that's a good rivalry if you think about it. the returning Brick Boogs and Sami Zayn, like in a, like in that storyline that that's within the bloodline. I, I love it, but I can't, I can't see the the big because this is gonna be like the biggest rocket ship decision, and I love Shinsuke. I, I, mm, mm. Hear me out. Hold you, on. You have, you have some. You have someone on the roster with the guy that's saying he's the head of the table. And you have someone on the roster with you that's calling themselves a king. Like, like that has I to get in your. Get that part. I understand that part. Like you're I like, wait a, I, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm 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 in God mode. I'm running this, and you're sitting there calling yourself a king. Like, like like we can't we can't we can't have this mix up. Like, see, it's like, only, like one of us going to have to leave this title. It's got to. Here's the big thing, though. It's really going to come down to the promo battle, and that's why I feel like you got, and he got Boogs, of course, and, and of course Nakamura can't cut a promo, but like a Cody Roman promo battle. Like, of course, he's a son of a plumber, plumber, right? Cody is Cody, all right. Cody, Cody Luther Rhodes, Cody Luther Kang, all right. Cody is 
and I wasn't even the, the most big, the biggest Cody fan. Maybe it was just a match with Seth that was amazing, the, the trilogy. Um, but to, I'm I'm listening to every word that he says. I feel the stories that he's taking us on, and I feel like if you put him in the ring with a mic with Roman and they're looking each other eye to eye, take my money. Um, but also that Sami Zayn to me, I always go back in time to the NXT takeover and Neville, and he's like wiping his face and he does the Huluva kick before, and then he wins the title. And of course, KO powerbomb is on the uh, side of the apron. Um, that Sami Zayn, we all know the turn is going to happen, but when the turn happens, it's probably it's going to be one of the greatest moments in all of wrestling. Go ahead, bro. That's how you come off mute. So let me ask this real quick before I head out. Um, once Roman is dethroned, y'all think he done? I mean, I say he probably take like some time off. I don't think he's done, but I think he's part time. I think he's already part time, but I think he's more part time than he is now. So you yeah. thinking more like for sure, like legit big fours, or more so like Royal Rumble WrestleMania? He'll come back. Because I mean, once he's dethroned, like what else can Roman do? I think if he's the, if he's dethroned, say at Mania. Unless you get the rock match, of course he has to win the rock match. But if he's dethroned at Mania, he's done to the Rumble. Okay. That's what I would do. I'd say that he'd be done, but then he'd like come back for his rematch, and that's that could be even bigger banger. And then after that, he could be done, but then like slowly try to come back and get like, like his title back. You know, like wreaking havoc like slowly, but not like on a full time thing. Yeah, because that's, that's my point. Like, what else can he do besides, like, have a feud with somebody he hasn't either – he either haven't wrestled in a while or he hasn't wrestled at all. Like, anything he does after that will be climbing off the seven stone to me. So, it'll be interesting, interesting to see what happens once he is the throne. That's a and, great point. And my thing on – the Cody thing is how many times have we thought that we knew like a WWE decision and it turned out like complete opposite that like shocked us all. Like we, like we thought during the original Cena AJ few, we were like, Oh yeah, Cena's going to win this one. But then all of a sudden we see AJ pin him clean. Same for, I mean, honestly, we could say that about a lot of AJ matches, you know, AJ versus Ambrose, like, we're like, yeah, Ambrose might take this one. And then AJ, you know, does his heel stuff and beats Ambrose for the title. See, I'm biased. I'm just going to support Cody, Luther, Kane, <laughs> Cody, Luther, Rhodes. But I do agree with you. I do, you, we can't be swerved. Um, but I feel like, you know, Cody called it, man. He came in for, he's going for the big one. Um, so it may be Roman, it may be him versus, it may be well, Seth. I mean, we could have Seth just hold down the U.S. We could start with that, just the U.S. title for Cody. Have Rose go nah. on like a lengthy run. You got to nope, continue that. The way the way that went out, you can't you nope. can't just come back and be like, you know what? I'm ignoring you. Like, nope, they're not gonna ignore him. But to me, if um, I think there's two ways. I think Cody needs to beat Seth again for the title. Lose first, and then beat Seth. If Seth gets the title, I can I can go with that. If he doesn't dethrone Roman, um, but no, I don't see Cody in the U.S. title reign. I think Cody's depth to me. He's 
top mid card. I mean, he's top uh, top of the card universal champion when he comes back. I mean, he could, he could uplift it. I mean, he's the American nightmare with the U.S. title. I I hear you. I mean, look, remember, <laughs> I remember, remember, remember Kevin Owens' uh, U.S. title run, how he turned into, like, this I'm an American guy, and, like, and that was a great run. Even you can look at the, you can look at the mm -hmm. international superstars that's been having the intercontinental championship, Shinsuke and uh, Gunter. Like it's like the titles are matching the wrestler more. I have full confidence that Cody can uplift the the title, but my bias would not allow me to say it. Now we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> what Cody's going to do with the U.S. title the same thing that he did with the TNT title. Like he's going <laughs> to super uplift that title, and you know whenever he had them title matches people were tuning in for him and you i hear you and i but i still i'm not going i i agree with everything you're saying but would also i'm not going <laughs> i want that back. okay now, like i'm not seeing them like pop up ahead, like bro. hey <laughs> hey ahead, hey bro. my tits hey my tit healed up let me go for the big one <laughs> <laughs> i do i will say this if they cannot come up with a legit solid person to dethrone Roman, then I do have an idea. You have whoever it is who they think it could possibly be, have a match with Roman, and they end up winning. However, on Monday or Friday, whichever one, Paul comes out with the contract as far as his title contract. And you say it was never listed that Roman had to lose both. So he loses one and keeps one of his choosing. If they cannot, if they if they are not confident in whoever they have back there to actually strap the rocket on, then I feel like that'll be a safe option. I guess I thought they were gonna do that with Drew and um when they went overseas. I thought it was gonna be for one title instead of for the undisputed. Amazing crowd, by the way. Shout out to the class, the, the clash of the castle. Um, and speaking of clashes, let's clash together because we are the culture cast. I don't know how that transitioned, but we made it work. Uh, follow us on social media IG, that's culture cast pod, Twitter, that is culture cast pod underscore. Uh, for the culture, by the culture, we do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you. We're going to get ready to get out of here soon. I eat, I have not charged my phone. But it's uh, great to be back as this is a teaser into the new season. Uh, we're going to be back right before War Games. We have an amazing episode of War Games coming up. But before we get out of here, I want to let Worldwide talk about everything that he has going on because he's been doing a lot of great stuff before we get out of here. So go ahead, Worldwide. Well, I'm just tired thinking about that. We're about to close it out with some lost files. <laughs> <laughs> just know that bro been working. And just because it's the new season of the Culture Cast, it's the same worldwide, Ray. Uh, super excited to be back with everybody, be able to look out for a lot of great things this upcoming season. Get ready to hear our War Games prediction show coming up. Also, the recap show, uh, post-War Games. Um, Shout out to uh, Leslie Muneka. Um, you know, I, in my real job, I ran into her, young independent wrestler, doing her thing. Three titles, I call her uh, three belts. But definitely, man, shout out to the Midwest Melon and Mafia, Notarose Podcast, uh, Down for the Count, and We Love Wrestling. Uh, shout out to um, your favorite Marks, Brit to the Knee, Sam Boogie, 
Also, shout out to the Baratier boys and all my anime niggas. You know the vibes. I'm the O that you should know. We got Brit to the knee. We got Worldwide Ray, and we are the Culture Cast. We the Weezer back. I bet not close out this episode. We got something coming on after. That, that, that wasn't for us. That was for the listeners. We could close it out, but they can't. I put two and two together. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on, everybody? This is the that you should know cut oh the music cut the music cut the music they know who we are we got to get to this story so if you guys wasn't have been following our twitter our boy omar has a four local story he would like to share with us <laughs> we we start start with with that. this this is the curtain jerker this is this is our nxt takeover right here What's going on, everybody? (laughs) This is the O that you should know, Omar Solo, one third of the culture cast (laughs) for the culture by the culture. We do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, just like these two co hosts, (laughs) we just can't help you, (laughs) bringing you everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling and other ish. And we are definitely talking about other ish tonight because it's going to be a fun day. I'm joined by my brother Worldwide Ray, also known as Mr. Takeover. What's going on, brother? They must have not been down with you if you got a four local story. <laughs> Jesus take the world. Jesus take the world. We also got Brit they to the knee. <laughs> I, got, I got plenty of stories, my brother. Uh, Brit to the knee from the 618. What's good? What up? What up? What up? How y'all doing? Brett, what was that question you brought up? And because that's kind of been like one of the focus of tonight's conversations. It, no, it wasn't a question. It was pretty much me saying, I said, um, four locos had y'all in the deepest choco, and those chocos had y'all almost near death. <laughs> that was the tweet that I sent out. And as Ray, uh, take over Ray, we're going to give Ray a new name. Uh, take over Ray mentioned it to kick off the show, like, hey, Skip the intros, Omar. We got to hear about your, your, your experience with the Four Locos. So um, mm-hmm. the allow, me to, allow me to share this brief experience. Um, <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, when I talk about the Four Loco, I'm talking about the original Four Loco. Okay. When we are talking Four Loco, we're talking about the original. Because there was I'm, I'm at the age where there was an original Four Loco that came out. And, you know, I'm going to turn my camera off for this so you can really... Feel the my ori- pain. <laughs> the original had that Franklin Saint shit in it. The original <laughs> had the struggle and insert whatever snowfall power reference you want in there, like you just said. Okay. Uh, I was going to say another show, but I haven't watched it yet, so don't make fun of me. Thank you. We won't. Not tonight. <laughs> so, like, I, rem- I remember it was an EIU um, and it came out when I was still working for the campus, right? And I, I, I'm, I'm, I still work for. Damn, I just put my job out there. Well, make sure you, you bleep that, right, Ray? <laughs> yeah, you show off every time when, in your uniform on the page, so they know by now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, I'm working for my college campus, and I remember I'm recruiting, 
And I was actually down in the St. Louis area, Brick, because I recruited down there for the first six oh, years. Oh, what? Yeah, I was down there in St. Louis recruiting. That was my territory for six years. So I was always in the loo. And it was homecoming weekend, right? And here's my homecoming weekend story. I know I'm like, it's homecoming weekend. I'm, I got homies coming down. The friends coming down. I'm about to kick it. Um, and, you know, for those who are in, and also in organizations, you know, we really about to kick it. You feel me? And I'm I'm out recruiting. I had some downtime and I go to a gas station. Number one, that should be the first thing. I peep the gas station. I'll see in the little coolers four locos. All right. And I'm like, okay. I'm hearing a lot about these four locos. My homie Josh, uh, shout out to my boy JB. He was telling me these stories. Like Josh is a, a bigger guy, he plays football, and he can drink. You know, you know, he was the man. He was a campus legend. He can hold his own. And he said, Oh, this took me out, bro. I'm like, nah, bro, you're about to let no little can take you out, bro. He's like, bro, it took me out. I'm like, bro, you you bullshitting, bro. No, you ain't. He said, all right. So you know what I did when I was at the gas station in St. Louis? I picked up two of them babies. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to crack these open during homecoming. Now, mind you, homecoming is the weekend, a Friday, a Saturday, you know. Sunday, I had to go back to a college fair in St. Louis, all right? A pretty big one. But I decided I was going to have fun that weekend. I got back Friday. I didn't really have much time to really dive into the Four loco. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to save this for Saturday because the homies are coming to town. I'm going to do some day drinking. I'm going to go to the football game. I'm going to watch the step show. I'm going to have a nighttime experience at the bars with my homies in town because when you work for a campus, you don't have a lot of time to be yourself. And homecomings or black alumni are like that rare opportunity, guys, that I can be myself. The old that you should know. Let me tell you, I cracked open that four loco and I really felt like it was an anime experience happening. Like you crack it and you see like the spirit of death come up. And that should have been my first sign. Like I cracked it. I'm like, wait a second. This don't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> like this. My, my, man, son, my man summoned the, the shadow realm. <laughs> Didn't even know it. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this don't feel right. But you know what though? Mama ain't raised no punk, y'all. Mama ain't raised no punk. So I take a sip. I'm like, all right, man, this ain't shit. I'm t- I'm drinking. I'm like, I pass to one of my ho- other homies. He's like, nah, bro, I'm cool, bro. You got it. Oh, you got it. I'm like, and friends are being assholes. They, you know, they gas you up. We all have our experiences. I got some undergrad experiences. I'll say for another episode. But this for local experience, I killed that bottle. I'm like, you this ain't it? shit. This ain't shit. Oh like, my god. I'm going nuts. So I'm, I pull up the other bottle. They said, nah, bro, just leave that there for a second. I'm like, bet take a little shot of water and then me being the person this is back when i still drank vodka so we're drinking like gray goose this is back when i was still regular black and i'm drinking hennessy and shit you know like i'm just huh so not mind you i'm drinking a four loco mixed with everything else little to no food but you know i'm still eating something and i'm just outside having a great vibe you know so it's it's rare that i get to be myself but, but remember this is saturday i'm an adult and I have a college fair the next morning in St. Louis, which is a two-hour drive at minimum. From my story from this uh, four local experience, I'm out kicking it. Next thing you know, I woke up in the middle of the day, and not the day, middle of the night. I'm at like a hotel, somebody hotel party, and like everybody's <laughs> kicking it around me, and I'm just looking around like, "Hey, yo, like what's happening?" They said, "Man, bro, we have to make sure we got you out of the out of the uh, out of the light." Like, what you mean? He said, bro, 
we love your job. So we had to make sure you were out the light. <laughs> out the light. Because I was out like a light. I'm just, I was walking around being friendly. Like you could tell, like I was, nobody could tell, but I was out there like being like, hey, what's going on, everybody? I was high. They said I was high fiving everybody. They said I was moving around, going, like I'm just like mad. But they say you, you saw me on the outside, you couldn't tell. But if you knew me, like I was out of there. You would have thought I was zooted. Like I did some other stuff, but I was just out of there. So then I woke up. I'm like, all right, this ain't nothing. Um, and I fell right back to sleep. And I woke up again, and I'm just like, bro, like <laughs> where my where my clothes at? Where my shoes? <laughs> so I'm just like, this is like, dude, where's my car? It's like nine o'clock now. Mind you, the college here starts at like twelve, and I'm like, where am I, bro? So I must have. I called every, I will, I will get my, Hey, yo, somebody give me to my car. I, I took the swiftest of Hobabs, got back to my apartment, do some work clothes on. I sped to St. Louis, pulled up right when the college fair was starting and just worked a, a college fair. Like it was nothing, bro. I was a G. I just stood there in silence. I'm like, <laughs> nobody talked to me. Nobody talked to me. <laughs> do not talk to me. Do, don't ask me about college. Don't ask me about life. Don't ask me about, can you assist me? Can you tell me where this school is? I was like, no. <laughs> no. Like, oh, can, can you tell us about your school? No. That goes part of my other book I'm going to write is my life uh, lessons on the road. Um, now, mind you, Clearly, when I got to the college fair, I'm not hungover or anything else like that. So, like, to, let's dismiss any of those. Um, I'm highly cognizant of what's happening, but I'm just struggling. <laughs> I am struggling. I get done with the college fair, right? And um, I call my homies. They say, hey, what happened yesterday? They said, man, bro, you was having a great night, but you kept trying to go for the second can of two, four loco. And we was like, no, <laughs> no. You would have thought I was like Deborah Cox, like, how did I get here? And I did not take a bus. <laughs> I, I did not take a <laughs> I did not take a bus, bro. It was it was a struggle bus. But um my four loco story with the original was one for the books. And um I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. It like I think it really improved my liver, um, which was already strong enough. But um, yeah, never again was the original. It was not worth it. You know, it's not worth it. And for those who uh, did not get to experience the Four Loco um, uh, era, you're welcome. We did it for you. Um, many, you know, many didn't end up like me. Many ended up worse, especially oh, yeah. if you didn't have the complex. If, if, if you had the complexion for protection, oh, y'all was really goofies with it. They were playing Edward Scissors hands with four, four local cans, and that those are the folks that were like sleep on us, sleep on the street. But I'm done talking about my four local experience. I need a moment. I'm gonna turn it over to Ray to kick off this week in wrestling. I need a moment. <laughs> what, if, wait, what if he would have had that second can? But you would have been right. done. <laughs> the fact the fact that we know that you're the drunk that still wants to drink, like you know how we have like all the levels of drunks, like you have like the the always happy drunk, the one that's always crying, the one you got to get them off their phone before they call their ex and say something mm-hmm. stupid. Like Omar is the one that's still trying to risk it all when he's drunk. <laughs> hey, you, you got to make your first move your first move. You feel me? Thankfully, I was around all adults, of course, all people, all alums, all nothing, uh, nothing too crazy like that. So it's not like I was in 
and I, I would never place and my friends respect me. I would never be in that type of situation. So I was around people of my age and all that type of stuff. But still, you yes, like, I'm fucked up, <laughs> but not enough. <laughs> this is the show like- must go on. <laughs> What's that? Wait, were you about to say Dragon Ball? Were you about to say Dragon Ball Z? Right, oh yeah! Right oh there? yeah! This isn't even my. <laughs> it's so funny. I was just doing um, a rewatch, a hundredth rewatch of of some certain Dragon Ball episodes for some anime stuff, and I'm like, damn it, this isn't even my final form. Okay, <laughs> this, and I got the anime shirt on in the background for those who can't see, but. Um, that's, that, that's what you were saying going for that can you're like this isn't even my final four <laughs> like you're about to never see again I'm... you know it's crazy now too i'm not sure what y'all drink like i don't even drink juice anymore you know for like the last three years i drink i don't even drink pop or juice in my alcohol all i do is drink like straight liquor but i sip it hey tequila sunrises go ham oh yeah that's one of my favorite things you know, I'd be like fake healthy now, so I don't even drink. I don't drink no pop, <laughs> no juice. <laughs> I'm talking about, I, I, it's basically just like tequila with orange juice. Oh yeah, I know what it is. I, I had many times back when I was, but yeah, I just don't drink pop no more or juice. So you just all liquor, <laughs> straight liquor or beer. And if I drink a lot of beer, I just make sure I go to uh, go heavy, go crazier in the gym the next day. I, I could go ham on a beer, but talk about I don't chase my liquor. <laughs> because, because I'm picky. Because I'm picky. <laughs> you, probably, I, you, probably, you probably drink that, that fruit-flavored beer and shit. No, no, no. Give me a Modelo, and that's about it. Give me a Corona if you ain't got a Modelo. I don't even drink domestics like that no more. Um, I used to drink, but I only drink a Bud or MGD if that's all they got. Um and I'm transitioning into IPAs, man. I'm putting my pinky up. I'm transitioning okay. into IPAs and, you know, pale ales and all that uh, fun stuff. So that's been a pretty dope experience. But enough about the experiences. When you ready, ready to get to the adult tier, when you're when you ready to chug a Guinness, then you can holler at me. I don't like Guinness. I've tried it. It's not, it's not for me. I don't like the heavier beers. That's one thing I don't like is the heavier beer. That's the... Uh, uh. Like Guinness is Guinness is that beard that'll put hair on your chest. You know what? I have a beard, so that's all I need. <laughs> that is all I need. Like we say, like we say, certain alcohol is like strong enough that it'll put hair on your chest. Like Guinness is Guinness is that beard that'll do that. Ten out of ten. We are the culture cast for the culture by the culture. We do it for the culture. And if you're not down with the culture, we just can't help you. Bringing you everything you need to know in the world of professional wrestling and other ish. Click the link in the bio on any of our social media platforms. CultureCastPod on IG. CultureCastPod underscore on Twitter. That link will provide you research, not research, merchandise, and all the merch sales are donated to independent 